I arrived home with brown bags full of food. I was ready for anything, ready to find an empty living room and accept that I had hallucinated and was clinically insane, and also ready to see him there still, in which case perhaps the world was crazy and not me. I imagined this, the world on the couch, the whole of it lying prone and anguished, a globe deflating in the grip of confession, and my professor scribbling on a tablet, suffers from delusions, psychosis, acute. He was still there. I smelled him as soon as I opened the door, a gust of metallic fish and rotting apples. He still looked wet as if he'd just emerged from water. He sat on the floor, staring at the painting on the wall, Tia Monica's blue rendition of a ship on tumultuous seas. The monochrome approach was inspired by Picasso's blue period. That's what Papa always said about it. Intermittently, Mama would make a case for them to take it down, or at least hang it in the upstairs hallway. The last thing I want in my own living room is to be reminded of your sister. But none of the appeals ever worked. On most decorating points, my father caved to my mother, but there was no moving this vestige of Diamonica. I brought more food, I said. He didn't move. I had no idea what you wanted. He turned his head toward me, slowly. Are you hungry now? He didn't answer, and I felt like a fool, standing in my living room with two bags of groceries I had painstakingly chosen, lingering in the aisle thinking, pasta? Surely he'd like pasta? For a guest I had never invited, and whose humanity was in question, and whom I had no reason at all to long to feed, and who now would not even deign to speak. You must be hungry. Rain. What? It's going to rain. Oh, I looked out the window at the heavy sky beyond the trees. It had been a hot summer day, humid as always, and rain had not occurred to me. Maybe, I put the grocery bags down on the table. You can talk. He nodded. I am remembering. What do you remember? He said nothing. What are you? Through the wall, I heard Belinda, the neighbor child, shrieking with pleasure in the yard. Another child laughed. There was a friend over. I wanted to hurl a loaf of bread at this stranger who would barely talk to me. I'm going to make us dinner. You want dinner? Water. What? Water. That's not dinner, I said, and stopped myself before adding, not for real people anyway. His eyes probed and entered me. His eyes were looking into my mind. They were all sight. They were all dark. They had no bottom. Water, please. He eats the water, chews it. It has substance. It's the only thing with substance in this world. It sparkles in his throat as it goes down. It flows into this unfamiliar flesh, not like the living flesh he had before he disappeared, but something else. He doesn't understand what. He can't answer her questions, still doesn't know it all, the who and what of his presence. After so much absence, he must defend his presence. That's how it is, how the world is, a dry, dry world. He wants water to pour into him over and over, fill him up like it did in the cradled years, the deep in river years, 
when everything was water, and he not only ate water, but the water, sparkling, ravenous, ate him.